Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. How good are we at guessing what our date is thinking? And should first dates end much sooner than they do? Well, today we're putting that question to the test on two real people who have agreed to go on a first date live on our show. Put on your lab coats and snap on your safety goggles because this love lab is about to heat up. I'm Alicia Rye. I'm Sarah Wendell. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we explore all of the sides of love each week. Alicia, how good are you at knowing what Kai is thinking? I think I'm pretty good. I I feel like I'm really attuned to his body language. So the minute yeah. he gets a little tensed up or, you know, looks a little worried, I'm always like, what's wrong? Are you are you okay? Mm-hmm. But I, I'm also kind of an anxious person. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've never I've never heard this. You know, I hide it really well, but I'm <laughs> That's me. I'm very anxious. Um, and I think part of that is I'm very always hyper attuned to what's what's going on with people around me. Like, because I'm always worried they're mad at me. So I'm always like, are you mad yeah. at me? Are you, is everything okay? Why are you frowning? So, yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah. Well, we've talked a lot about first dates on this show, especially your dating history and mm. learning how to go on first dates with continued optimism. Yeah. And today we're going to take a deep dive into that question. We are going to be exploring the question, how good are we at reading what our partner is thinking on a date? 
And we're putting this question to the test using a Harvard study on this very subject, where we're going to be conducting an on-air experiment with two willing participants who have graciously agreed to go through this with us. But the basis for this experiment is really cool. This is all based on a 2021 Harvard study, Do Conversations End When People Want Them To? Spoiler alert, my answer is always no, <laughs> I want them to end like 10 minutes earlier. But this study was conducted by Adam M. Mastriani, Daniel T. Gilbert, Gus Cooney, and Timothy D. Wilson. And they paired up 252 strangers for 45-minute conversations, then spoke to them individually to analyze the conversations. When did they want the conversation to end? And maybe more importantly, when did they think their partner wanted to end that conversation? The study found that only 2% of the conversations ended when both participants wanted them to. So today we're going to adapt this experiment for Lovestruck, which means we aren't going to run any normal conversations. We are going to run some dates. Today, we are welcoming on some very special guests. First up, we have licensed psychologist Dr. Robin, New York Times bestselling author and speaker with a PhD in psychology counseling and several decades worth of writing, research, and practical psychology experience with a special focus on relationships and marriage. Dr. Robin brings a great deal of expertise to the table. And joining Dr. Robin are two strangers who are about to go on a first date. Hari Basker is an actor and performer based out of New York. And Danielle Verrier, a GIS analyst. Let's see what they find in common. Welcome, Dr. Robin. I am so glad to have you here today. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be with you guys. This is a, a fun moment and one where I think we're going to learn something about ourselves and about each other. Absolutely. So tell me about yourself. How did you get started with with what you do? I am a licensed psychologist. I had a real longing and love for curiosity and for the things that don't always work out. Yes. Not just in the lives of other people, but in my own life. And again, very curious about the ways in which we live connected and belonging and where we are disconnected, not only from other people, but disconnected from ourselves. You sound like the ideal person to bring us through today. Shall we begin? I think so. It is time. We have with us today, Hari and Danielle. And so we're going to have a first date. We're going to pay attention and listen and learn from them. And then we'll come back and talk to them. They'll talk to us about what they experienced. Sounds really interesting. I am also very curious. So Hari and Danielle, um, I'm just, I'm going to welcome you. Pretend that none of us are here with you right now. I know that's (laughs) a little strange, um, but pretend anyway, and really just step into this fresh, never lived before moment of meeting each other. planned on having coffee for this to be like oh coffee date and then completely forgot yeah definitely (laughs) definitely yeah i mean i'm just like it's been a bit of a crazy day so yeah my mind is still like a bit uh, hazy right now because i i haven't had any proper food per se but yeah yeah Yeah, that's it i'm running off of uh coffee and just adrenaline from work because i like to say it's not crazy every day but then every day i'm like Oh, yeah, something new. Okay, that's on me. 
Yeah, no, so what do you do for work? So I'm a GIS analyst, which just means like I do stuff with maps and data and like GPS and stuff like that. Um, and since I'm the only person who really works with GPS and like field applications, I get a lot of calls from field crews about that. So do you like work on like the Google Maps like software and stuff like that? The stuff that I do is kind of similar, but it's another software that's like just for mapping. So, so like what's the name of the software that you're like working on right now? So it's from Esri and it's the kind of ArcGIS suite if you're familiar with that at all. Like ArcMap, ArcGIS Pro. They have dashboards, which way early on when the pandemic started, if you looked at any of the stuff that they released of like, look at this, what's going on? It's the same software because I was excited. I'm like, I know what that is. Oh, wow. I shouldn't nerd out about this, but I did. So are you working from home? So no, I, I just graduated from acting school like a few weeks ago. So I'm still like going oh, cool. for gigs. Yeah, I'm like going yeah. for gigs here and there. So uh, yeah, like uh, I, I have some, I, I have quite a few theater projects coming up. So I came to the city like a year and a half ago. I was in India before that. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came during the, the, during the pandemic, like last year. That had to be like... It's such a wild move to begin with. And then during that, with everything that's going on and like stuff closing and opening, that had to be challenging, but exciting. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I I came here just for just for acting school. So uh, now I'm done with that as well. So now it's all about trying to find as much work as possible so that eventually I can try and get a work visa to actually stay in this country. So uh so yeah, now it's just about like right now I'm just like hustling and like hustling and bustling, like searching for work everywhere. How long have you known you wanted to do acting? That's I don't run into a lot of people who do that kind of stuff in school. Uh, I would say seven years at least. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I probably like it was in high school that I decided that I want to I want to go into acting and I decided the whole thing that I want to go to an acting school and then train and then, you know, go out. I mean, right now I'm doing all the dirty work, dirty work in the sense that like, I mean, I would say like, you know, when when you start off as an actor, it's, uh, it's not it's not going to be glamorous from like day one. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like I I'm doing all the dirty work right now, but then you know diamonds come out from the dirt. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to come in for just a moment, Ari. Would you mind just taking off your headphones for just a moment so I can talk to Danielle? Of course. So Danielle, let's take a deep breath. Um, Yeah. First date, first meet and greet with Hari. How is it feeling? Yeah, I think it's going well because he's um, good at conversing back and forth. And like, you know, it feels like there's a fair balance and he's good at keeping the conversation going. There's a lot of times where I feel like I'm kind of driving the conversation, but it actually feels like he, he started out driving it, which is kind of a relief for me. I'm like, all right, nice. Someone's taking charge, but not like overpowering the conversation yeah. either. So. so good balance. It's a good beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I'm going to check in with Hari if you want to mm-hmm. um, take your um, headphones off for just a moment. 
We'll be right back after this short break. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, I'll take these off and turn my camera off and just uh, step away for a minute. Great. So, Hari, where are you with this first meet and greet and the uh, uh, the date? Feeling what's working? I mean, I, I I think it's like really too soon to say whether it's working or not because we, yeah, we barely talked for like ten minutes. Yeah, I'm still not very sure about it. Speaking from experience, like you know, going for like whatever dates that have gone on like this. Yeah. I don't want to read too much into it. Yeah. No, you know, that's, it's good to hear your perspective apart from Danielle and hers apart from you, because it allows both of you to have your own experience, whether or not that's similar or different um, without really without interpretation. So um, that's great. Well, let's let Danielle come back and join us, and we will continue. Um. So yeah, where where do we get cut off? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but I I do know. Um, like we don't have a lot of time left, so I wanted to ask a little bit about like what you like to do for fun. Oh yeah, totally. I like apart from acting, like I I I love working out. Like I love going to the gym. Same. Oh wow! Oh sweet! Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I love, I love going to the gym. Like while I was at school, I would go like six days a week. I do my splits like so. I would do like uh, twice a week, like say all, all the parts. Yeah. That's how that's how you used to do it. Now, like my schedule is a bit erratic. Like at least for the next two days. Yeah. I have like twelve hour rehearsals. So. Oh wow! Yeah. That oh. I mean, 12 hours of like rehearsing sounds like a workout in itself. Yeah. It's it, my, what I need to do is my acting gigs. Like that's my first priority. So yeah. No, I get it. It's the same way of like some days I can have a plan of this is what I'm going to do, but urgent work comes in and I have to work late and I'm like, all right, maybe I can get like half an hour in on the elliptical or something and that's it. Yeah, totally, totally. It's definitely a challenge, but yeah. yeah, I'm the same. If I miss certain days when I have it planned, I definitely get a little stressed out. I'm like, no, today I'm yeah. supposed to go up away on my front squats. Like, darn. I swear, like that—that's one thing. I like, you know, my anxiety shoots up as a result. Like, you know, shit, I'm not, I'm not going to the gym. Yes. I might lose all my progress. Oh yeah, I definitely get a little inside my own head. I'm like. All right, you're fine. You're still going up like yeah. 10 pounds a week on everything. Yeah. But yeah, if I miss that one day, I'm like, how can I fit it all in? And I'm like, you can't fit all of that in today. Don't do that. You're going to be way too tired. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of my hobbies, going to the gym. The other one I would say is I love exploring the city. So um, I love I love like going to different places, like preferably like, you know, I would like to go to ma many more museums in the city. Mm. But I've been to like a lot of parks in the city. Like I've been to, like luckily I can say, you know, uh, I've been to all five boroughs. So oh, wow. I'm, I'm glad to say that at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a few people have been here for like I think a few years. They still haven't gone to all the boroughs. So yeah, you've really gotten around because it's 
I mean, they have like the transportation and everything, but still, all those are so much farther than you think. Like, oh yeah, yeah of you have to be really deliberative. I'm going here and exploring this, so that's impressive. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I I still remember like uh, Staten Island was like the last borough that I visited. Like, there was literally <laughs> nothing over there. Like, it's so it's so empty. Like, I swear. It's like having no vibe is a vibe sort of a thing. Yeah, it's like, I'm just kind of here and that's my thing. It, yeah, it makes yeah. me think of what I assume London is like, because I always picture England as like, it's always gray and rainy and like, oh, mm, yeah. even though I know it's, it's probably not, but I'm like, I go to Staten Island, I'm like, this is like a less fancy London. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it felt weird going over there, but yeah. <laughs> Which one has been your favorite? Manhattan, like, no doubts about it. Yeah. Manhattan, like, Manhattan is like, you know, having too much of a vibe as a vibe kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and even Manhattan, like, you know, even within Manhattan itself, there are different vibes. Like, downtown, like, Chinatown, yeah. Harlem in general has its own vibe. Then, like, the Upper East Side, the Village, Times Square, they all have their own vibes. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This has been terrific, um, both of you allowing us to uh, make this journey, the conversation together, at least the first part of it. And what we're going to do now, Hari is going to be, he'll be there, but not hearing. Yeah. Okay. So, Danielle, here we are uh, together on a scale of one to 10. How much did you enjoy the date? Um, I'd say a nine. I enjoyed it a lot. He seems like he's easy to talk to, has a lot to say, has a lot of interests and is really vocal and clear about those and is good about expressing them. So that's always nice, you know, when someone has an opinion. Mm -hmm. And how much do you think that Hari also enjoyed the conversation with you? Oh, (laughs) I would hope um, just as much, but maybe not quite as much. It seemed like he might have been a little nervous. I know he said he had a lot going on with work, so. Yeah. This is really tough um, trying to read someone. I would say a seven. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's no hard science to this. And the as the conversation went on, the date went on. Was there a part where you felt like you were either ready for it to end sooner or for it to continue longer? Yeah, um, not to end sooner. I was really happy having our conversation. He seems like a really nice, cool person. So I, I enjoyed talking to him based on his experiences. It sounds like he's got a lot of cool stuff to share, cool interests. Like as soon as I felt that kind of easy flowing conversation, I knew yeah, I would like this to continue. He's easy to talk to. I'm enjoying this. He's engaging. Would you want another date? Would that be something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I'd definitely be interested in a second date to, I mean, we already have some things in common. He seems very cool. Um, So it's definitely something where I'd say, yeah, I'd like to know this person more. Okay, well, thank you. And if we can switch places. Yep. We'll let Hari come and share and then we'll come back together. Hari, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. So welcome back. 
I'm curious, I'd love to know on a scale of one to 10, how much did you enjoy this date? Uh, I would say like uh, a, a six, uh, between a six and a seven. Yeah. It was fun. Like, I mean, especially once I found out that she also like, you know, likes fitness and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it, you know, we, we were able to find something in common. So that was, that was certainly fun. Uh, like I, I could see myself like, you know, like there was like this sort of spark, which just came in me when I, you know, when I, like that always happens whenever I find, you know, someone who like, you know, shares the same hobbies as me. So, so yeah. That's great. And how much do you think Danielle enjoyed the date? Do you have a sense of that? Maybe like a five out of 10. Okay, that's great. How did you think the conversation went just from the beginning until, you know, we ended? I think the first half, like, you know, uh, first half, like I was asking the questions and the second half she was asking it. So I think that was like a, a, a like that, that cut allowed us to have like a perfect balance. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So was there a point in the conversation where you felt like you were ready for the conversation to end before it did? No, not really. In fact, I I feel we could have, we, we, you know, if you had more time, we could have talked a lot more. Yeah. So my last question, uh, for, at least for right now, is would you want another date with Danielle? Hold tight. We'll be right back. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Would you want another date with Danielle? Yeah. Yeah, I sure would, yeah. Well, let's let Danielle come back and join us, and we will continue. You guys have both been, like, so flexible and willing. What I will say, um, just in closing, is that you both um, had very similar experiences, actually, of the date. It doesn't often work that, you know, people are having the same experience, but both of you very much were somewhat in the same ballpark of how you experienced yourselves and each other, and that you would welcome a second date. So, I mean, I see both of you kind of nodding and a a smile because we never know, um, right? And what felt like it really worked here is that you were genuinely curious about things that you're interested in. So this was, I would say, a like five-star first date. And we'll hope that you guys can, you know, coordinate so that you can have actually a real conversation that doesn't involve me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it does, it involves me in a little bit of a different way. So <laughs> this has been, yeah, terrific. Thank you both. Yeah. And if there's anything just as we're closing that you want to say just about the process, about the experience, of course, I want to hear that too. It's one of those things where um, you're not really thinking about how you act or respond to things on a first date. And I definitely found myself doing that a little more. So it it was interesting because I've never stopped to think about how I react on a date or do anything, just kind of go with the flow. So I definitely feel like I got more of a read on myself than I um, 
anticipated. And it was slightly different than I thought, too. So it was really eye-opening for me. That's great. And Hari, what about you, if there's anything? Yeah, it was fun. Like, uh, I, I did not expect, like, this date thing to happen. When I got it for the first time, I just thought, like, it was, like, a normal podcast or something like that, where I'm just being asked questions. I did not expect, <laughs> I did not expect that, yeah. So that was, that was uh, yeah, that, that little surprise was fun. So, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, this is terrific. Well, we're really grateful, and we will uh, support the coordination of you guys being able to connect Minus me. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Dr. Robin, that was, that was a lot. There's a lot of things to talk about there. A whole lot. So the question we're exploring overall is how good are we at reading what our partner is thinking on a date? What did you think of the result of that question with this particular conversation? In this most recent study that talked about whether a person wants a conversation to end sooner, that often people wanted it to end sooner than it actually ends. And they don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. With this couple, they were actually a little more balanced and aligned. Now, Danielle was less sure. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that is gender that when I was asking her about her read, she was willing to own her feelings. But when I asked her how she thought her conversation partner was feeling, she got a little cautious, shall we say. And yet their read was both of them rated themselves lower than they did their partner in the conversation. They felt that they enjoyed it possibly more than the person that they were talking with. It's, it's, it's both a surprising result and a not surprising result, isn't it? Yeah, because of, of the protective layer. Yes, absolutely. That we all as human beings can, you know, get into. And the research also does show that, that when someone feels that they are at risk of embarrassment or humiliation, yeah. We will play it a little closer, you know, to the vest, um, yeah. hoping to not feel ashamed. And so it is both surprising, but it's actually predictable yeah. that we become careful when we think that we may be unaligned with someone else. What other data from other studies do you think we could bring into this analysis? There are a couple of research studies that are that really apply. One has to do with first impressions. So it's interesting about how quickly we make an assessment on that first impression. There's a Princeton researcher that says it doesn't really matter how funny our, you know, the jokes are, whether or not um, we're paying for dinner. What really people are paying attention to is whether or not they feel seen and heard. That makes sense. And it's actually, and what it says is that it's in a tenth of a second. Wow, really? I mean, that's a blank. Yeah. So it's for us to recognize the power of that blank. You know, one of the things that the research shows is the sound of our voices have so much to do 
with how someone experiences us. Not only are nonverbal cues so important, 38% of tone, volume, and tenor, 55% of body language, and only 7% of words shape how we are experienced. Yeah. Something else that really stands out for me, because I think we are often so seduced by fantasy yeah. over reality. I mean, fantasy just always just looks better. <laughs> but one of the researchers also found that participants tend to have a positive impression of their first date. But when they're told to rate that first date in comparison to their ideal fantasy partner, guess what happens? All of a sudden, what felt like this is a great first date, all of a sudden starts to lose its power. Wow. And what really often kills relationships and the potential for relationships to grow is the attachment to fantasy over reality. Yep. And so I, I caution us, not that first impressions are important, but if they are based again in fantasy and then we live and get rid of someone or stay with someone in a relationship that is based on fantasy, we lose the power of what reality can teach, offer, and give us. Wow, that's a really good point. And I think that is the perfect point to, to end this. Thank you so very, very much for joining us. Your expertise has been in invaluable and I have learned so much. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm really happy to have been a part of the creation of this. That was really incredible. And I am so curious to learn more about this. If you would like to learn more about this, please go to our show notes for citations on the studies that we mentioned and to read and learn more. Alicia, what's our love to go for today? I, I think part of it is to maybe not underestimate what your partner is thinking when you're on a first yeah. date because they both kind of rated each other's interest as lower than it actually was. So, so yeah, maybe part of it is show your interest more so the other person understands that you're interested, but also be optimistic. Maybe, maybe they like you more than you thought they did. I think that's a really good takeaway. Yeah. And if, if you want to tell us how much you like us, we'd love that. We really would. Send us a rating. I mean, you can also literally rate us. We want to know what you're thinking. So you can send an email to lovestruckdaily at frolic.media or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily. And please, please, please leave us a review and rate us, literally rate us, because uh, we do love that. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a very happy ever after. with you.